accents. By hitting justice, then you come to the right place. All right, because we don't want to start this with a shot. <laughs> what are you speaking about this week, Susanna? <laughs> Mean my case, Gabriel Fernandez. Well, that's very straightforward. And for the people who know the Gabriel Fernandez case, I'm gonna apologize up front. The case is heavy, the case is sad, it's very heavy, and it's very, very upsetting. Why Susanna decided to end on such a sour ass fucking note, I can't tell you. But I named my case Christmas Morning, and don't let that fool you either because it's not a good story. <laughs> But I, I didn't. Oh, I, they're just like, just like, oh, this case is heavy. This case is nice. <laughs> Not Christmas morning, but it's shitty too. It is, right? I'm not gonna lie to you. It is shitty. Um, additionally, I do have a little clueless criminal case at the end. Just, just a one small little story, like a wholesome Christmas story. I actually <laughs> thought it was kind of wholesome. <laughs> so I thought it would be nice way to end off. So I'm actually supposed to go first this week, but because I would prefer for us to end on a positive-ish kind of note, um, I'm going to go second. So you're going to have to listen to this fuckery first. I said mm-hmm. what I said. Mm-hmm. Your case is heavy as hell. Yeah, I'll try my best. I'll try my best. I'll do um, you proud, I hope. Um, We look like shit. Um, We're not looking at shit. You look at shit. Thank you. I look like shit uh, because it's after midnight. It's actually 12.56. No. Right now, I'm so tired. So our second attempt <laughs> at doing the drunk part. <laughs> the second attempt. And as proof, we showed you some of the alcohol that has been consumed. Listen, we're not that strong. But we me? didn't finish all this today. But we were been working on it since Friday. And this is not water. Yes. Okay. So right now we have an array of beverages on our table. We're doing it the Chanel way. Three beverages <laughs> at the time. Yes, as an inside <laughs> joke, I do have a problem with drinks. Whenever we go anywhere, I have to have like a water, a hard drink, a soft drink. And when I say soft drink, I don't mean like soda. I mean like just something lighter than the rum, you know? We prepared today to have the drinks because we promised you all. And Friday we tried. Don't say we're not committed. This is the second day we're drinking this weekend <laughs> to get this episode done. Friday no. we tried, Friday we, we tried. We did, we did try. We did try, but we became tanties. We did become tanties. Other people around us got drunker than we were, <laughs> and it activated our inner tantism. So, <laughs> no, we're so tanty that we have to. You know you old when you plan getting drunk. That's true. Like you need to plan. Like Everything has to line up for you to be <laughs> like, okay, now I can't get drunk. We, we really put our best foot forward with this because <laughs> we were having shots in between. We yes. started drinking early, earlier mm. than everybody else. Mm-hmm. We started like we were on one and then we started to observe things just slowly disintegrated around <laughs> us. And then we just got on board with the tantism, you know, yeah. getting people in Ubers, Protecting, taking care of people. Yeah. It was a wild situation, but we're here now. <laughs> we <laughs> and we're drinking because of you. We're drinking because of you. And okay. honestly, we're we not really, faking it. We really felt like we, we came out it. on the other side. After <laughs> we, 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 we tried to rally on Friday night when we got nah. back to my place. We had some fried chicken. We had a bucket of fried chicken. <laughs> we had some fried. If any of my trainers listen to this, I'm sorry. <laughs> we had a bucket of fried chicken. And we had some fries. And we're like, okay, okay, we're going to rally. We're going to try and do this again. Do this and again. No. And then it was a hard start. We were like, you know what? No, we... We've done it. We feel like we we've passed it. Done. We can't do it again. 
Saturday morning, I did the stupidest thing I could have done, and I got up and I went to a boot camp <laughs> training <much>. session. <laughs> I love you, Nick, but no, <laughs> no, that's and not gonna to happen. That was training. gonna happen. This one is better than me. I got my ass kicked, <laughs> <laughs> and I sweat and I told Suzanne, I was like, I have no idea why, but it's like, <laughs> smell like rum, and in my opinion, onions. <laughs> it was just. I was just sweating. It was just. Just a tell them what your trainers are say. This is oh, what you get. Yeah, my trainer started shouting at me. She's like, "This is what you get for <laughs> drinking last night." And my trainer is like, "Body goals." Like, I think that's what all trainers, I guess, aspire to be. But she's so fit, you know, and she's just very inspirational. But that day, I just didn't have it. I was just in my head. I was like, "Who fucking hurt you?" Like, I just don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. Why are you doing this to people? Why are you doing this to me? I'm a good person. That's <laughs> what so she had. I was like, ninja crawl across the room, dragon weights. It was really painful. But afterwards, I felt so so good, and it was also a snowstorm on Saturday. Uh-huh, yeah. uh-huh, uh-huh. So I felt like a postman. I'm like, neither rain nor sleep nor snow is gonna stop me <laughs> from getting to You're my doing session. The, 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 the rocky way. The rocky. Dun, dun, yeah. dun, dun, dun. And then I got there. I'm drunk. I'm there. The snowstorm. I'm there. I'm sweating rum and onion. I'm there. But then I got there. <laughs> when I got there, it was like I felt like ship sounds when it gets to harbor. Like. Uh. <laughs> 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 that's just how I felt. Like the minute I got there, you know, the, you know that horn that the uh, ships have. No. If I could have, if I could embody the way I felt, like just verbalize it, it was that sound. That would be that. Sound. <laughs> and then I spent the rest of the day doing a bunch of errands, getting my life together. And then Sunday, I was supposed to, well, today, <laughs> yesterday. Yesterday. <laughs> I was supposed to get up for a strength class, and it's like, mm -mm, no. no, no, I can't go. No. I spend the entire day with my dog, Bonnie. And um, just to remind everybody, the things that will make us shot today are if we missed our intro. <laughs> ah, high five. <laughs> right? <laughs> if we missed our intro, um, one of our listeners jumped in and said we need to include irregardless. Regardless, that's a shot. Mm -hmm. At this time, mm, at this point, at this point, Shit. um, to the point, <laughs> making the point, making <laughs> the point, the ambulance or any kind of protective service having a siren, the neighbors, the neighbors' doors or the, the elevator, uh -huh. and Bonnie. Bonnie has a tendency to randomly snore <laughs> and or dig her bed in the middle of our episode. Yeah. Irregardless. Oh, wow. Thanks, Susanna. Let's go. <laughs> of the time. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Ah. Yeah. Uh. Oh, shit. Uh. Keep going. Nope. Put down that water. Put down that water, you weak bitch. Put it down. <laughs> You're gonna keep going. Let me tell you something. It's been a week. I have no idea what happened with the last episode. <laughs> like, I, can't, I can't tell you. I think it did well. It did I, well. Uh, yeah, it did. Is that like the best episode we ever had? <gasps> but no, the best episode we've ever had Jessica. was Threesome. No, Threesome mm. and Baseball. Oh, okay. But the last episode, which was um the probation. Mm. Probation, that episode, and Top Dog, <laughs> the lady who catfished on me. Oh, it did well.
well. But I, it, it, we've had such a crazy week. Like I think we mentioned to you all that I had plans or have plans to travel. Yeah. Those plans are slowly, I watching it go down the toilet like mm. a slow flush of my plans. And so I just want to say to you, fuck you, Omicron. Fuck you, you dirty mother cunt. That's what I want to say. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Like, how dare you come and disrespect my holiday? Like and the this. holidays, can they just come in January? When Where everybody, were you in September? Like in, in January, Chanel, January, everybody <laughs> poor. That's every, true, they just, stay It's home. cold outside. <laughs> you know, like, I'll be like, I'll welcome you. We have <laughs> like, no money. Birthday. No, Omicron. Yeah. <laughs> I, in January, you have no money. You have no money. Restaurant. No. Dates. No. How dare you? Dear fucking me. Fuckers. But oh well, oh well, oh well. This is where we are. So it seems like we're going to be around, but we're still going to be taking that break. So just to remind everybody before we get into Susanna's horrible. And when I say horrible, I today I mean it. Like we talked shit before. We had other episodes before. Like this one, you should have bought fucking cupcakes here. And, and you disrespect me and the podcast and our listeners by not coming with, with cupcakes. I apologize. Say it to the microphone. I apologize. Mm. Well, before we get into Susanna's case, just a reminder, we are taking, that I think is like, what, two weeks, three weeks off? If, if I'm not traveling, it'll probably be three instead of four or five. We're ending with the Gabriel Fernandez case, so I can't imagine what season two is going to no, like. No, I have so many disclaimers for this case. I have my point. I have my point. Get off. Oh, fuck. Get the fucking. Ah, oh, fuck you, Susan. <laughs> Shit. Let's get the drink. Chat. 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 This is an abusive relationship. So for the people, there are two rums in that sorrel. So if you, it is sweet you, as fuck. Sorrel is a holiday beverage in Trinidad. The Jamaicans don't want to come in and say that it's theirs, uh, but let's not get into that. <laughs> um, it is a holiday drink. It is, I think, in the family of the hibiscus, but not actually hibiscus. Okay, so and we're basically drinking it. tea. It's like and a flower. Alcohol. Yeah, yeah. It's like a tea, and you sweeten it, and then you put alcohol. Not everybody put alcohol in there, but there's, but that's actually the way to do it. Okay, because that's what I say. <laughs> like, why drink the sorrel <laughs> without it? Personal favorite: sorrel and Hennessy. Sorrel and Hennessy to me is unbeatable at the holidays. That is my preferred holiday beverage. We don't have any Hennessy, so this sorrel actually has two rums in it. The rum from before, which is actually El Dorado, right? And then the white oak sorrel. One is a brown rum and one is a white rum, and I don't think they were supposed to meet. (laughs) (laughs) Neither the mix that we're drinking right now, but we'll see. Yeah, and we have cider to chase. Bonnie has to go to the heart doctor tomorrow, and Susanna <laughs> has things going on. So I have things. I have all the things mm. going on. Oh, wait. What? Before. What's that fucking thing? I want to tell you about something before you start telling the thing. Can I let go of this? No. <laughs> so listen. To, listen. <laughs> the, uh, one of the other struggles we are facing before we get into it is that Today's episode seems like the first episode. Why are you pointing at it? <laughs> listen, I'm drunk. I'm drunk. Susanna's drunk. <laughs> like, <laughs> but I wanted to tell you about this thing I came across. One of the people we follow on the internet. Uh-huh. Um, they're called True Crime Society. Hey, True Crime Society. Hello, hello, hello. We love you. And they posted this thing about this case. What case? 
this Who's girl, case? A girl, a girl, her name is Riley Melton. Mm-hmm. And she was 11 years old when she died from a fentanyl overdose. So you're thinking uh, fentanyl, you know, like you see in heroin, like in cocaine, like in okay, hard drugs. Okay. And fentanyl is even worse, right? Okay. And so people have been ODing and dying. Okay. So when I first read this, I was like, maybe she got into something she wasn't supposed to. She's 11. Yeah. Uh-uh. The person who supplied the drugs to her was her mother. What the? Stephanie no! Ann Melton. Stephanie Ann Melton. And Stephanie told her witness she preferred Riley use drugs with her so she could keep an eye on her. No. Yeah. What the fuck is that for real? Like, when I read that, I was like, Susanna's going to trip. She's going to trip. She's no, 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 off. no. This is not you having your do- son and daughter. After 15, wink, wink for the Trinis and the Venezuelans, try a few, a few sips of your beer, a few sips of your beverage so they Su- know. Susanna said that because in our culture, it's super normal for parents to let children drink alcohol. And it's not like, oh, I'm going to give you a shot. Ah, let's have a shot together. No, a sip, a sip, a taste. And why is this? So they know... When what is being is giving being it to them? Yes. Like yeah, oh, that's, like that's here's some normal. had some uh, coke. Mm-hmm. Turns out there's rum and coke, and you're like, mm-hmm. what is this? What this coke tastes funny? No, people, it doesn't taste some funny. Some people will have a full-on beer with their parents or whatnot, but the parents are not giving them alcohol to get them like drunk. drunk. No. Just, and you know what else? That kind of stops the whole. Yeah, what we see a lot of in the states and the Americas or Canada as well is because there's this whole you can't drink until you're a certain age. They feel like they have to hide and drink and they get super drunk and mm-hmm. it's all this bullshit. Mm-hmm. So I think that was also part of it. But fentanyl is a separate. That is a different fucking. Now why, how could you get your child eleven addicted? years old? Eleven years old. Come Listen, on. Oh society, God, we're watching. No. We're looking at you to keep up with the story because we haven't delved into it. But we hope they drag her motherfucking ass. Drag her. Drag her. Continue, Susanna. I'm ready to listen to your case. Actually, I'm not. And this is the mood that you want to put me on. I just had before to tell you about I, it. Before. It, Susanna, I had to tell you about it because it was in my head. And I was like, this case is so wild. Like, fuck. You know how much they ask people for adoption? Like, they ask them like for everything. For everything. We have talked about this. We have discussed it already. But... Jesus Christ. Like They make people who want to adopt jump through hoops. And then these people who have these children, they just don't care about them. They and I'm sure this bitch, she smells an underwear. Boom, pregnant. Triplets. Triplets? <laughs> yeah. Why? I mean, I it makes me second guess but every if, fucking thing. Like, if you people should know. not be parents. Like Some people just shouldn't be parents. If you want to know what the what's going on with this, check keep checking in with True Crime Society. I think they kind of have their finger on the pulse with this case. Um, you could follow them on Instagram or check them out. I don't know where else you could check them out, but you know you can, and um, you know you could message us on Instagram. We get our listeners messaging us all the time with updates on cases and stuff. And if you're keeping up with it, I'm going to tell you straight up, I'm not going to look into it. You know, it's too close to Christmas. I already might not be going home and I just don't even want to think about that kind of horrible shit. So I'm going to take a break. What about you? Wow. This is not a break from that. Okay, let me start. Start your case, Susanna. Your horrible, horrible case. Okay. I've been trying to do this horrible case for the past few weeks. I believe it's important to present it because the murder of Gabriel Fernandez could have been prevented if everybody around him 
just scared. I will try my best to state to state the facts and to provide you all with the highest level of details in this case. I wanna I'm gonna say that the high level ish because there is more to it. There's so much more to it that it it deserves, like you said, a whole episode. Tell the people how now. I begged you not to do this. Now. You didn't beg me to I not do it. I begged you, you not did to do not. this. I, I begged you. I beg. I said, Susanna, you're gonna do it. Well, I didn't beg her. I just kind of kept going. Susanna, you're really gonna do it. You're really gonna do it. No, but this is what this is. This is my whole point. As horrible as terrifying that this is, this hasn't stopped happening. Mm. And all it took, all it take was a person to care, one person to care. And because I continuously being conflicted about me being the Karen of the situation, like, oh, if I see somebody dealing with a, with a kid kicking and screaming, are you okay? Like, I want to, I want to no, cross no, that I line. Think you're, I think you're confused. A Karen no, but no, is I a mean, kind who is like, they, it's not that they care about themselves and how they're impacted by what the other person is doing. If you're going to try to go up to somebody and be like, are you okay? That's not being a Karen. Yeah, well. Okay, being the anti-Karen <laughs> of the situation, you know, because you cannot go around and be like, are you okay, are you okay, are you okay? I did that, that yesterday. A man I'm was by the thing, by the door to the, the, the mall across the street. Mm -hmm. He was inside that little atrium spot, but he was on the ground. And all of his things were around him. But to be fair, and I'm not trying to be, you know, rude, he did seem a little strung out. He did, right? Yeah. One of his hands was completely bandaged up. Like he, it was either broken or something like mm. that. And so I was going out the door and I stopped and I'm like, are you okay? And he said, yeah, I'm good. I was like, do you need help? And he said, no, 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 I'm fine. I said, you sure? And he said, yes, he's okay. Body just stored. Now we have to have a shot. But yes. So <laughs> I did have it. A shot. And okay. I'm not a Karen. But my point is, okay, I miss calling a Karen. All I'm trying to get at is, you know, serveless. <laughs> Jesus, why is she serving so much? I am wrong. The next time I will say, I will seek my tea. It was your you idea. You better be chamomile tea. It was your idea. <laughs> Fuck. Let's just get a shot for the side. Huh? How are we going to make it? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> take the dog to the vet. Hey, doggy. Hey, dog. And then like puppy protection service is going to take my dog away. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go to the Drunk as fuck. <laughs> Puppy protection service. <laughs> I'll call you to Zara. PPS. <laughs> I got called by the PPS. They're going to come and take my dog. Oh, Lord. I'm not driving. I, I'm going to take an Uber. I'm going to take dog. Do <laughs> Bonnie. <laughs> take fucking Bonnie. Yes. The fire one. The furry one. What the fuck? Susanna, hey, we're talking about something serious. We're talking about Gabriel Fernandez. Come on. Jesus Christ. Jesus. Bonnie, oh, shut the fuck up. We cannot take any more. Where's your weed? <laughs> I don't know why. It's your finger. Uh, uh, hello? <laughs> I'm 
Okay. There's a highly detailed documentary on Netflix. And it's called The Trials of Gabriel Fernandez. It took me weeks to finish the whole thing because it's so heavy and so detailed that... And sad. And it's so sad <clears throat> that I just couldn't take it anymore. I think it's important to present it to establish that horrible people should be spayed. Not dogs. Spayed the women, spayed the men, spayed the dogs. How can you just be drunk and smart at the same time? If you commit to do a work, please do it the right way, especially if you're dealing with everybody else's life. This will make sense as I go along with the case. Palmdale, California, February 20th, 2005. Pearl Fernandez gave birth to her fourth kid with Arnold Contreras, called the baby Gabriel. Pearl and Arnold had a very complicated relationship. Pearl was verbally abusive towards Arnold, and he was in and out of prison for committing minor crimes. Mm -hmm. In fact, Arnold was in prison by the time Gabriel was born. So it was just her and the four children. Yeah. <clears throat> Pearl seemed detached from her son, as the nurses that are around her attending her, they um, said that to the source. Like from the moment he was born, she seemed like she like seemed she was like I okay. just let's get this going. Hey, yeah. from somebody that have gone there with the same mindset, like let's get this going. But I wanted to keep my kids so much that she left him at the hospital. So she did after three days of birth and they have to call a, a family member to come and pick up the baby. Gabriel was put into custody of Pearl's great uncle Michael Carranza and his partner David Martinez. They raised Gabriel from almost birth until he turned four years old. Mm -hmm. By 2009, Gabriel was taken away from Michael and David's because Gabriel's grandfather, meaning Pearl's father, didn't like that they were raising They didn't him. like that they were raising him. Mm -hmm. Because they were gay. Yeah, because that's the worst thing you can that be in this world. world. Not the fact that the lady that gave birth to him left him at the hospital three days after he was born. Mm -hmm. That wasn't bad. That wasn't bad, no. But no. the fact that... I swear, I feel like the world is just preoccupied with where we like to put dicks in. Like, where dicks go is, like, the biggest topic. He managed to create such an impact that Gabriel was taken from Michael and David and moved into his house. Due to her toxic relationship with Arnold, Pearl found herself a new partner. His name is Saro Isagirre. You don't want to forget this name. His name is Isauro. Isauro Isagirre. Mm -hmm. He worked at Woodland Park Retirement Hotel mm -hmm. as a caregiver and a driver. They decide to move in together, and by 2012, Gabrielle would move in with them. Bonnie, keep on <laughs> snoring. I was counting on the motherfucking neighbors. I was counting on the neighbors. <laughs> but I never see this coming. 
My head's gonna explode tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> on May twenty on May twenty Oh shit, Janelle, this is the worst case to do at this stage. I know. The giggles. Continue, <laughs> please. <laughs> On May 22nd, 2013, Pearl Fernandez called 911 to report that her child, Gabriel Fernandez, was not breathing. Gabriel Fernandez has been fatally bitten by his mother, Anisauro Aguirre, after failing to clean up his toys. I actually listened to the 911 call. Mm-hmm. And the um, operator, that's the, the 911 operator, testified, or he or she, I don't remember, testified. And, you know, they walk you through, oh, he's not breathing? Mm. Okay. Um, you, like, they start guiding you CPR. to how to do CPR. Uh-huh. She didn't want to. She was faking it. Oh, she faked it. Oh, breathing. is she doing it? But, you know, like, they, they know how it's a person trying to get exactly. the things done but you can't even How hear the compression yes so they sound like you're out of breath yeah the effort you're not hearing any effort no mm-hmm. so when the first responder arrived they found gabriel naked lying on the floor obviously they knew they didn't make an effort to resuscitate him miraculously miraculously whatever, whatever. he was still alive yeah he was breathing mm-hmm. so they managed to take him mm-hmm uh, when they got into the ambulance, they called the hospital. They sent the uh, police officers to their houses mm-hmm. because they said something is off. Another thing that they said was every time a child is in this situation, the parents are eager to go with him in the ambulance. To make sure he's okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. One more thing that the first responder remembered was the fact that Isauro, as soon as they came and they start performing CPR and why not, he kept on saying he's gay. Also because he was with the uncles, he's suddenly gay? Paramedics rushed into the hospital where the doctors declared him brain dead. Mm. He passed away two days later on May 24, 2013 at the Children's Hospital Los Angeles. He died at the age of eight and the official autopsy declared he died of, I'm going to quote this, blunt force trauma coincided with neglect and malnutrition. He was on the wave. Before he was declared brain dead, the paramedic, police, and also the nurses and doctor that first attended mm-hmm. Gabriel, they performed like an overall examination, and this is what they Like found. a physical? Physical, yes. Okay. They found... Physical beatings, broken bones, Mm -hmm. like all fractures. Mm -hmm. And during the investigation, they discovered that he was eating cat litter and feces. Cat feces? Yeah. Hmm. He has eaten his own vomit. He was forced to eat expired food. He had cigarette burns all over his body. Oh, fuck. He was shot. With a BB gun and also paper sprayed. He was forced to wear women's clothes. Some of his teeth got knocked out. He was sleeping in a small cupboard. In the cupboard. In the kitchen, right? It was in the kitchen. And when he was screaming, he was gagged with cloth. So they wouldn't hear him. 
the eight months during the death of Gabriel Fernandez looked like this. He chose his injuries to family members, a security guard, and his teacher. All of this led to several calls to social workers. Mm -hmm. Not so much fun. After being hit with a metal buckle, like the top of the, uh, the belt, right? the belt mm -hmm. he asked his teacher, Jennifer Garcia, bless her heart, is it normal to bleed? And then he showed her the injury. Mm -hmm. She was, was mortified and called social workers. <sighs> His assigned social worker at the time was Stephanie Rodriguez. And this is what I found out during this case. When the teacher make a claim that a child is being abused, the social worker are supposed to act on. Like just having a person mm -hmm. that that is with him all the time. that is not a ma family member yeah, that yeah. is telling you this and close their enough to the situation mm -hmm. to observe him. they're supposed yeah. to take the baby mm -hmm. the child mm -hmm. out of the house yeah. immediately yeah, that didn't what's happen stephanie doing stephanie's her name stephanie rodriguez she paid a visit and she seemed to be fine of course when the social workers are coming it's not like hey i'm here you know mm. on a saturday no they make a call. They tell you what time they're going to come. Mm -hmm. They show up there. To, like, clean up your house and get uh -huh. your shit together. Yeah. And, and they if probably this had kid Gabriel feeling like if I say anything, they'll kill you're me. Gonna, you're going yeah. to you're gonna get killed. Yeah. You're yeah. going to get killed. So, of course, they stage everything. On another day, Gabriel came into his classroom with patches of hair missing and with a lump on his lip. Jennifer, the teacher, asked him, Gabriel, what happened to you? He said, his mother has punched him hmm. in him in the mouth. Jennifer did the right thing Call and went again. to the principal. The principal called the social worker and informed her about the signs of abuse. When the social worker addressed the concern, wonderful bitch Pearl, she said that he keeps on jumping with his brothers and he hit himself what about the patches of hair that missing you know i want to say that neighbors and family members tried to contact the sheriff police came didn't take the child away mm -hmm. didn't take the child away and all of them were interviewed and all of them said we're trying to keep the baby with the mom this is a woman that left the newborn baby there's nothing that attached you more than a baby to holding it in your stupid stomach for nine fucking months. You give birth to this baby, you just want to hold the baby. Just like there's certain baby smell that you're like, mm, it's it's an addiction. And that's a thing, you know, that's a, the mm -hmm. hormone thing. You mm -hmm. should know, you know, like the, that's further to the connection that you already have. It's just not there. Mm -hmm. Like she hasn't shied away. From being a stupid bad mother to this no, kid. No, what you're saying is that she's repeatedly shown them that she's not interested in being a good parent. Yeah. Gabriel. And mm. then all those cases are not isolated. This is not happening or one happened one year. The other one happened the other year. This is back to back to back to back. This is back to back reporting. This is back to back calling. This is back to back complainings. And nobody did anything. You know, when you're in the system, you have to go for interviews. Like they, they book mm -hmm. you for interviews to see, of course, 
Pearl, like a, like a wellness situation. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Pearl was no difference. She was in the system. She went to a government office to do an interview and mm -hmm. she took her four kids, Gabriel included. When Gabriel see the, the uh, security guard, he comes and move his leaves and show him his arm he's as he's walking he's behind help. him. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So the security guard looked at him, looked at the arms, looked at him again, and he got caught on it. Like, he's like, oh, we need to do something yeah, about yeah, this. Yeah. They're at the stupid office that's supposed to hold all the social workers that are working and are well known about this case. So he goes and says, eh, I just saw this woman coming in with these four kids. This kid showed me, like he showed me his leave. He showed me what's happening. He showed me that he's been beaten. He reported it. But because it was so close to the end of the day, mm -hmm. she said, let me go to my manager. Mm. Manager said, dude, it's time to go to bed. That's such like a it's time problem. to sleep. Mm -hmm. This is not like, oh, I left the bottle on the counter. This is it's a not even like, you know, we joked about it last week, how when you try to go into like government offices and stuff. And they're filing their nails. No, no, not only that. Like if you know they close at three, you better go before one. Because once you reach yeah. there after two, they've mentally locked done, you off. Done, done. Like, uh, come back tomorrow. You know, like yeah. nobody's going to see about your thing. But this is not, this is not mm -hmm. me trying to get paperwork. And this is not me trying to get a passport or ID. This is a whole boy's life. Yeah, but not only there. When this lady came to the security guard and said, hey, we cannot do this. This is going to be a tomorrow thing. He went to the manager. Mm -hmm. Manager says, do your security stuff. Yeah, like stay in your lane. Concern yourself mm -hmm. with your shit. I'll do my thing. Mm -hmm. He went above, beyond, uh, above that and he said, this is not normal. This kid has been bitten. This is a person that did the right thing yeah and what did he do call 911 good what did he do call 911 he gave her information he mm -hmm. made the other lady got into trouble because how dare you put it off till tomorrow uh-huh mm -hmm. right but the police went to the the house nothing the day gabriel was announced dead mm -hmm. isaro aguirre was put into custody for child what was the name child abuse child child only him what about that bitch pearl? and pearl too okay two social workers stephanie rodriguez and patricia clement and i'm telling you this this has been eight freaking years of people complaining about this woman Which one? Was Pearl freaking, or yes. Stephanie? Okay. A freaking years of social worker as the social worker as the policeman after everybody going around and passing this case as if it was like hot, like hot potatoes. They're hot passing potato. it on to yeah. somebody else. Oh, there's somebody else's problem. Let's CPS deal with it. Let's police deal with it. But Let's this is the thing. Like they mm -hmm. live, obviously they live in um low income area mm. it doesn't matter how low income the freaking area is a kid has been abused a case was in your hand you shall be punished for not doing your job so those social That's workers why were also punished for the first time 
in Los Angeles, the social workers were accused of not doing their job. Good. Nothing happened to them. The mm. case was dropped. Maybe it set a precedent that from now on, you better do your motherfucking job. I'm not saying they should have gotten away with it, but I think that's what happens. They feel like, oh, what are they really going to do? What are they really going to do? I dropped the ball. What are they really going to do? It would have been good if they went to jail. Listen, I was counting on anything but this. Nobody single-handedly going to take us down. It's <laughs> 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 like, you want to get drunk? Here I am. Let me snore. They should have paid a penalty. At the very least, mm -hmm. they should no longer be practicing social work. You understand what I mean? Yeah. Like, you should have a social worker's license, and in order to keep that license every year, you shouldn't have any cases against you or something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, these two were fired. Okay. Stephanie, Stephanie Rodriguez and Plati Patricia Comen. Out of the 13, you fired two? Out of the 13. And, and the other, the other 11 that get to walk away free. They don't get to walk away. Karma is a bitch. And yeah. they will get theirs. And if you listen to our podcast, yes, we're talking about you. Yeah. Karma will come for your fucking ass. In January 2020, prosecutors attempt to get a rehearing of the case against the social worker. Yes. Mm. And the police and the sheriff, but they decided to drop the charges. You know, they get power power. No, you know what? That that case would have cost the city too much money, and they didn't want to do it. However, nine cherry deputies were internally disciplined for not proper investigating the abuse in that household. Internally disciplined means what? They went one month without pay? No. <laughs> one month? So no. A week without pay? A week? Probably. You probably got a Friday and a, and a Monday, mm. and you got yourself a long weekend. Mm-hmm. Go enjoy the barbecue I'm with your family. I'm just really bitches. upset because, you know, when you hear about abuse cases, you often, the child doesn't say anything, you know? The, the child will keep it to himself or herself. He tried to get help. He mm. told the teacher. He, he told the family. The, he told the family. He showed mm -hmm. the security yeah. guard, you know? He was begging yeah. for somebody to help uh -huh. him. And that's what makes this story yeah. even sadder. Not yeah. only... Just thinking about all the things that he had to but go this through is the people before he died. But this is the person that is biologically supposed to love supposed you. Supposed to not only love you, protect you. Yeah. Protect because one of the things was that this guy is sour got so fed up that he got up, threw him, an eight year old, against the wall. But listen, the grandfather is such a fucking dick. Oh, yeah, because he you know? must be gay oh, because no. he was with the uncle. I don't care. I don't care. It doesn't matter. Like, he was having a good life. And part of the documentary shows where the uncle talks about him. And he's like, this is my son. They mm. did this to my son. Mm. He was good with me just because I decide to have a partner of the same sex. Doesn't mean I'm not a good parent. So for you fucking haters going, oh, gay, lesbians, whatever. People of the same sex shouldn't have kids. Just do the world a favor and don't reproduce. Were we do not about reproduce. Right before we started to It's like I'd rather him this. being dead yeah. than going than like... Gay. Yeah. Like what the fuck is wrong with you? Like this is not a... Who <laughs> Susanna and I were just talking about this. Like while yeah. we were in the middle of doing our part for the podcast and having sex. 
we were having a serious conversation about how people are acting like if being gay is like the worst, the worst thing. thing. It's like the worst thing. Like, oh my God. But look, you have that dick from last week's episode, the fucking racist Christopher Belter, who raping people's children left uh-huh. and right. But you would prefer your son to be a fucking rapist uh-huh. prick than for him to be gay? Be gay. Don't be a fucking rapist. Bonnie, why do you hate us? Bonnie, Bonnie. <laughs> <laughs> a lot more fun when the brother's more sober. <laughs> well, we can't take it. We can't take it. The sorrel is so sweet. It's 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 going it's into giving me diabetes. I can feel the headaches. <laughs> but yeah, but what we were talking about is that look, we have cases like last week where mm-hmm. you have that complete entitled prick raping and ruining those girls' lives. And I bet if he had gone home and said, "I'm, I'm gay. gay," how dare you? We're sending you. We're praying the gay away. No. No, now all of a sudden, it, they would have done something. You know, but <laughs> Psychologist. Being, yes. Religion. But all of them. But him being a rapist. Is, oh, no, he's a good boy. He's let me bring it. Good. Let me bring it the to you. Let me bring it you, to you. Society. Let me bring them to you because you're such a pressured little boy that I'm just going to get you the kids for you to rape. Like, don't worry, baby. You don't have to go out and rape anybody. Let me bring them to you. But you rather that, you rather that than just for this boy. So what if he was gay? And guess what? Just because your parents gay don't mean that you gay. Why? What is that logic? That's just so fucking dumb. Pearl mm. got life in prison with no opportunity of parole. Isauro got the death penalty. I think that they... Um, I hope that in the prison they know who they are and they know that their case and they you drag didn't know them this. every day. You didn't know this because this is not in the documentary and uh-huh. I love, I love the fact that you just said this. So, yes. <laughs> How is a day in prison for Bitch Pearl? Yes, yourself. tell us about Bitch Pearl's day. Pearl the bitch that she is, she would walk the prison hallways with her head up showing no remorse i want to say here they are not allowed to show the documentary on the prison at the prison because yeah. that will disclose but they must have people outside who watch this is the light showing no remorse little that she knew news run fast and people are about to get pissed at her. According to a source, a prison guard told Pearl out loud. I love you, prison guard. Whomever you are, I'm sending you good juju. You sleep pretty well for killing your baby. Ah, uh-huh, shit. It is well known that at the women's prison, they have no tolerance for baby killers. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, the prison mates act on the news. Pearl was attacked by prison mate. They cut her face with a tuna can oh, multiple shit. times. Oh, shit. Hit her. Spit on her. She has had different cellmates. Yeah. And they all complain that she screams at night. She wakes up and screams in the middle of the night. From the trauma. From. She's not She's not traumatized about the fact that she killed and she helped to kill the baby. She's traumatized about the fact that she just got caught. No, about this. it's the fact that she f- 
she can't sleep well because she never knows which night they're gonna come and jump her again yeah. and that's why she's not sleeping and they well. all know and that is what she fucking deserves because guess what gabriel couldn't sleep any night because he doesn't know when you're gonna come and toss him against the wall or beat him with a stick mm-hmm. or force him to eat cat poop and litter he didn't know that so he couldn't sleep well so you don't fucking deserve to sleep well. I so think she I got it up. I hope you spend no. the rest of your motherfucking life suffering. Suffer. Like, real legitimate suffering. Mm. Right? You know, like, you know what I wish? Every time you get up to go somewhere, you stub your pinky toe. You know how that much that hurts? What the hell? That's real painful. No, Chanel, that's too little for her. For all the ones that, like, the fact I have to say that I did read about the upbringings of Pearl. Nobody give a fuck about how poor was it. I don't. Her uncle attempted to rape her. She claimed that she was taken by a gang and gang members were taking turns to rape her. That is there horrible. Is this, this, this is to say that nothing that had happened to her justify exactly what she did to this kid. That's why I said that's hard. Because the least that you could have done is like, I'm not gonna take this kid back. Because it's not th- it's not that he didn't have anywhere to go. Yeah, he could have gone back to the uncle. She claimed the kid back. Cause she knew she wanted to do that to him. Yeah. She wanted to treat him badly. She want him to hurt like she wanted to hurt him mm-hmm. why him i don't know and i don't care and why do i make this case because all it takes was people aligning themselves doing their job i think a lot of people did take an entrance interest i think that the the real people the people who could have really done something for him were the one who dropped the ball here because from your story it's it's when it got to the bureaucracy, when it got to the actual people who could have done something, is where things got stuck. Yep. You know, those other people who had no real, they had no real power to remove but him Chanel, from that house. Come on, like the teacher, the security guard, they had no real power to remove him from that house. They're the ones who tried their best, and then when it got to the hands of the fucking police and the social workers and the ones yep. who could have really gone in there and said, "Hey, we're taking him," yeah. they're the ones who did fucking nothing. Yeah. And all of them, every single one, every single one of you, I hope, I hope every night when you try to sleep, you see his face. You saw how cute that little boy was? Yeah, that's horrible. I've watched the documentary, and like I said, I watched it in pieces. And this is a very, very low detail. This is this is nothing in comparison to what that documented documentary provides for you. We'll put the link to the documentary if you feel like you want to ruin your day. Go ahead and do it. Sadly, this didn't stop or prevent this horrible thing to happen to another kid. Five years after Gabriel Fernandez died, another kid was dead in back-to-back. No book, the same situation. In the same apartment complex, the same situation. Is our No. Mother and boyfriend, and like boyfriend, the kid, he was older, but apparently he came out gay. And then he did this to him. I just... Listen, I am not a parent, but I'm going to go ahead and say this. 
if your child comes out to you as gay, just be cool because you know why? Because you can be a murderer, pedophile. you could be a pedophile, you could be somebody who likes to steal <laughs> other people hard earned, you know, hard earned money. You could be, you know, somebody who likes to lie. You could be somebody who just likes to to touch Wh- people in a When he became Scam normal to say, you're not gonna say, hey, mom, you know what? I tried my first dick today. No, pisses me off that the gay had to go through. Oh, you know, I'm gay. Did you go to your mom? You know, mom, I don't like the pussies. I just like the dick. Yeah, you don't have to come out to your parents about being straight. It's what they expect. Mm. I expect my kid to be happy. Exactly. Rana, thank you for depressing me. I'm no, sorry. We did, we did I, no. I okay. try my best not to cry. When Susanna told me she had this case and every time she tried to look at the video, she cries and da 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 And then she told me and the minute she said the name, I was like, what? I was like, listen, no. I was like, eyeball. And I, people who don't know me well, I'm just going to go ahead and say this. Susanna knows this about me. I am not a crier. Okay? People who know me very well will know you I am not a crier. Here. Susanna is the cry of the two of us. Mm-hmm. And I had a hard time with this. Like, I had to take breaks. Yeah. It is not something that you could consume all at once. No. And if you can, just set yourself up with beverages and tissue and no, whatever no, no, you no, need no. to cope. Because it's such a horrible story because you cannot divorce yourself from the thoughts that this is it's what this poor little boy mm-hmm. had to deal with before he died. Like, how strong he had to be just to make it as far as he made it. And all Mm -hmm. the people who disappointed him and let him down and failed him for him to die. At some point in my life, I was doing these uh, private college courses, right? And one of their courses was uh, social worker. And because I'm so shady, they said, oh, you should be good for this. I said, the moment somebody's suffering, like I am programmed to go the tanty way. And try to help, yes. Go the tanty way. I'm like, I'm I'm set to drink, but I see you wasted. Yeah. Shit, I'm going to start drinking water because I'm going to protect you. Imagine that times 10. Yeah, yeah. Social work is not for everybody. No. And now I understand the situations being difficult however this is a profession that you chose nobody came to your fucking house and said listen you piece of shit you go ahead and be a social worker you motherfucker yes, because you right. know you know yeah, you yeah. know motherfucker you need yeah. to go out there you're gonna wanna ha- go ahead and be a motherfucking social worker <laughs> no you getting paid for it yes. this is not no. people's computer or Mm-mm. ornaments these are people's life and then you Ma- have managed to detach yourself so much, so freaking much, that a life of an eight-year-old means fucking nothing to you. This is not the first claim. This is that there were over sixty calls, six zero calls to these institutions, organization. People forget is that. When you have a job that is a public servant job, guess what you actually fucking do? You serve the, the public. public. And I think they forget that. And in their head, it's like, oh, I'm going to be a cop because I want to wear a uniform and carry a gun and I want to be bad. No, your job is not to defend yourself. Your job is to protect the Others. public. Yeah. Oh, look them going there. Eh, hue puta. <laughs> 
back <laughs> back to my point before we get into hey to the point oh shit <laughs> <laughs> I Drake did say to the point. I said back to my point. Point. <laughs> yeah, people forget that they are public servants, like actual public servants, and that their job is to serve the public. Yeah. And when you take these positions, policeman, fireman, army man, social worker, doctor, you are actually serving yeah. the public. Mm-hmm. And I think everybody starts out like, I'm going to change, I'm going to change the world, and I'm going to try to change, because I have to believe that it is a calling for you to choose that, you know? When people become teachers and people become social workers, that you've had a calling to do it. And I can understand how you can get involved in a system and because you're not making any headway or you're not getting the change that you want to make, you feel kind of beaten by the system. Susanna and I, we experience that in work. And we're not, no, no, no. And we're not, no public service. But I always said, I always said, and I try my very best, even at those lowest days, mm-hmm. I always said, I get to decide the type of employee I am. Exactly. I get That's me. True. And I'm not saying here that bookkeeping is on saving the world from a yeah. less debt. No. But if you don't have passion, if you don't love it, if you feel that you're desensitized, Move on. Get Move the job. fucking on. Go work at the grocery. Go work in a office. Nobody's gonna Go blame you. Else. Move. Yes. Move. Don't just stay there Do the paycheck. honest thing. Yes. No, because if I fuck up, it's money. It's people money. People will be pissed at me, but they're not lies. Yeah. Yeah. When these over thirteen people fuck up, it was these kids' lives. So yes, I I held you accountable, and I hope this makes a precedent for them to be Stop held slapping me, Sadie. accountable. Say the sentence again. I forgot what I said. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on to my my topic. Am I gonna laugh? In the end, maybe. <laughs> the story is set in Anaheim, California. I have no idea why that is. As usual, one thing that's consistent. But we're 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 both from California, or both cases are from California. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. look at that! How horrible for California. <laughs> yeah, dude, what's happening? <laughs> except in Anaheim, California. As usual, I don't have a lot of backstory. Mm-hmm. I don't know how the parties involved grew up. I don't know the full details of how they even met, and I don't know the full details of what transpired. Actually, so what are we doing here? No one does. <laughs> we can only. Ass- Assume. But our story begins at a Christmas party. Yeah. Susanna and I just attended a Christmas party. COVID safe, we want to say. COVID safe. Masks were on. Except when we were having sippy sippies. <laughs> except when we were having sippy sippies. And let me tell you, those Christmas parties be wild. <laughs> okay. They get wild. 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 People just don't know how to act sometimes when the liquor hit them. You know, but... That's a story for but another it, uh, day. This is fitting. Like, I, I put it in here. Look, I even remember this part. This is fitting <laughs> because we both just came from our uh, company's oh. COVID-safe Christmas event. And we were both a little tipsy. You were They're tipsy. generous with What's the drinks. Huh? 
I was tipsy, and then I I start getting tipsy, oh, and then I see why people. This is written like this is because I started writing this on Friday. <laughs> so I say they're generous with the drinks, and from tonight's event alone, we can say that Christmas parties tend to bring out the worst in people. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> Before everything. <laughs> so some get aggressive, some get slutty, some get affectionate, and some get downright stupid. This is not necessarily the people of this event. I'm just telling you in general that what is this is what happens at the happen. Christmas party. Exactly. Listen, it could happen any and any party. any any party. Any not party. Just Christmas party. The thing is that now you do it to the public. The public. The public that you have to deal with Monday to Friday. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. That's a different story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. But uh, it could happen at any party. You have an aggressive person, a slutty person, yeah. an affectionate like one, a wedding. the stupid one. Yeah. Oh gosh, wedding. The once uncle. Went a wedding. Went to a wedding. Went. I once went to a wedding. Good where girl. One of the guests get shot by a rifle. Oh shit! You do have to tell me this. <laughs> yeah, he went down. She was very drunk when she get hit. So I don't even know if she realized she get hit, but somebody told her. Mm. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> yeah, you're that drunk. Bitch, <laughs> somebody slap you. Who did? Who did? Who did slap me? Who slap you? I'll be like, bitch, some, Susanna, somebody slap you. Who slap you? Let me kill that motherfucker. You, you, I slap you. <laughs> no. Basically, that's how it went. But anyway, anyway, anyway. Right, right, right. So like we said, some get aggressive, some get slutty, some get affectionate, some get downright stupid, but some Christmas parties can lead to more than fodder for cooler talk the next day. Mm. It was December the 24th, 2011. And 26-year-old Zazel Hudson. That's a nice name. It looks interesting, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, the 26-year-old Zazel Preston and her husband, William Wallace, mm-hmm. decided to go to a neighbor's Christmas party. Nothing wrong with that. A neighbor invites you for a little drink and some fun. Tis the season. By all accounts, William and Zazel had a good time at the neighbor's event and presumably left because it was Christmas Eve and they had three children at home waiting for them. Eight, three, and a newborn, according to reports. Those were the ages of the children. Okay. Eight-year-old, a three-year-old, and, and a, a newborn. Mm-hmm. The two older children, I have a note here saying the two older children were Zazels from a previous relationship. Okay. Now, to be fair, they probably needed the night out. I don't know a lot about having children, but three sounds like plenty. And, of course... One of them was a newborn, so they could have probably do with some drinks. In a similar situation to Cindy and the Mexican Runaways from a few episodes back, apparently alcohol, the holidays, and this couple didn't exactly mix. And neighbors reported hearing an argument in the alley behind the apartment complex. It's assumed that the ruckus went on for a while before dying down. And it was also assumed that the neighbors did the neighbor thing and ignored the argument. Now, we were just talking about getting involved, you know? Yeah. You don't want to overstep. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, I mean, if you know something is wrong, you don't have to go get involved in their business, but call the police. Maybe the police might be wrong. You know, when maybe when the police get there, nothing was going on and you yeah. over-exaggerated. But what could you live with? The thought that you over-exaggerated or the thought that somebody died and you didn't do anything. Ask yourself. Mm-hmm. Nobody was trying to get into any drama on Christmas Eve, so mm. everybody was just minding their own business. Mm-hmm. Following morning, Christmas Day, it was business as usual. Mm-hmm. It's Christmas, so gifts, food, 
the usual business with three children, two of which were old enough to have Christmas expectations. Because mm-hmm. one is three and one is eight. They know so what they, they want to get. Mm-hmm, so they're they expecting things. Mm-hmm. So the parents had to get ready for the day and act like they didn't have a horrible fight the night before. The two girls made their way to the living room where Zazel was waiting for them sitting on the couch, and William was busying himself, presumably getting the rest of the Christmas festivities together. Wrapping paper was probably flying everywhere, while the girls probably showed off their new toys to each other and their mother. Uncharacteristically, though, Zazel didn't seem that engaged in the goings-on of the morning. She was wearing shades and or sunglasses, as we call them, and the oldest daughter, knowing the parents had a fight the night before, seemed concerned about her mother. William would tell the eight-year-old that, quote, Mommy got drunk and ruined Christmas. With that explanation, the children continued to open their gifts in front of their parents. But by 9.30 a.m., emergency services were called with the person saying Zazel needed medical attention. Mm -hmm. And I have a note here saying some reports said William called, but that's debatable. They don't know exactly who called. Mm Mm-hmm. When the ambulance arrived to check on Zazel, who was apparently so drunk she couldn't participate in the Christmas morning activities, they entered the apartment and immediately observed her on the couch, sunglasses on, and unresponsive. Mm -hmm. Upon further inspection, Mm -hmm. she was not just unresponsive. She was dead. Bitch. And she had been for hours. No, Chanel, but... (laughs) No disrespect to the victim here, but it's not often emergency services stumble across a real-life Weekend at Bernie's attempt. Now, what you might remember was me telling you about the movie Weekend at Bernie's, which was where the guy had died and they put shades on him and anytime music would play, he would, like, walk around so they tried (laughs) to make him, like, it is creepy. So what ended up happening is that she was propped up there, dead, and the children and the were kids allowed were, to oh open Christmas gifts in front of no. her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Chanel, that's creepy, man. Creepy as fuck. I told you about the story, and we, you, you told me, I told you I'll do it at Christmas, and you're like, I'll forget by then, and you did. I did. <laughs> yeah, so, <laughs> I yeah. did. So, like I said, it's not every time, every day you come across a real life weekend at Bailey's attempt. Because Zazel, having died hours earlier, obviously didn't put her own sunglasses on and didn't prop herself up on the couch to appear alive. Additionally, a search of the scene found blood stains around the apartment. That must have been done by the only other adult in the apartment. William. The father. Mm-hmm. It could have only been him. Under pressure from the police to provide an explanation, William told the police and relatives that he and his wife had a fight the night before and that Zazel was the one who attacked him, and he defended himself. And then he propped her up Dead, for because Christmas. he didn't want to ruin the Christmas. But he told the children, Mommy got drunk and ruined Christmas. This is a real story, people. God forbid, take accountability, you fucking piece of shit. Oh, wow. my God. I'm not saying, hey, you know, I was fighting with this bitch. I killed her last night, but let's just put her here for her to enjoy the Christmas. No. But he didn't want to ruin Christmas, which is why he probably did. Of course he did. <laughs> One article would say that William claimed to not know that Zazel was dead until she wouldn't wake yeah. up the mm-hmm. morning following morning. Uh-huh. In another article, the claim was that Zazel's oldest played a part in helping William with an overly drunk Zazel 
the night before. Mm-hmm. Now, I remember I told you how the oldest daughter knew that the parents had a fight the night before. Yeah. In this version of the story, the eight-year-old helped William with her mother after she fell on the table, shattering it. So after she fell there, apparently the eight-year-old helped William pick up Zazel to carry her to the bathroom. And in an attempt to put her in the bathtub, Zazel hit her head. And that must have been what killed her. And then in a final version, so we have three versions here. William didn't know that she was dead until he wake up in the morning. The second version was she hit her head when the eight-year-old helped him put her in the bathroom. Who a grown-ass man calls an eight-year-old to help with the mother, and then, ah, she, he just needed a witness. Listen, listen. In the final version, William said Zazel died from an injury she sustained during the fight she initiated in which she hit her head. In fact, according to William's attorney, she specifically died from drunkenly falling into the glass table and shattering it. So it's kind of like a hybrid of the second version of the yeah. story and the third version of the story. And so since this is the version pitched at the courthouse, it's the one we'll assume is the truth. Okay. Assume, like I said. However, William's claim of an accidental death became completely unbelievable when his history of violence and domestic abuse against Zazel came into light. In 2008, William was arrested for domestic violence against a cohabitant. They didn't mm-hmm. specify if, if that was Zazel, but it's assumed it was Zazel. Mm-hmm. And went to jail for 45 days and ordered to go to treatment. Um, Zazel even put out a restraining order against him, and William was actually arrested twice for violating that restraining order. Zazel, and not to, not to victim blame, but we just uh, painted a picture of how the situation was. Zazel yeah. would give William chance after chance and would forgive him over and over, even visiting him while he was in jail and she was pregnant. This is presumably because William told Zazel he found Jesus and was, quote, going to live life as a man of faith. When Zazel told her family she was going to marry William, they begged her not to. In fact, her grandmother said she had a bad feeling about her marrying him. But Zazel loved William. Yeah. Correction. Correction. Zazel was an abused woman who was conditioned to thinking her relationship was a loving Mm -hmm. one. That is not the same thing. Yep. So, you know, you're like, oh, she love him, she love him. No, she's conditioned into thinking that this is what love is. Right? And in this case, it's not like, oh, I'm going to hit you and then I'm going to mistreat you. They hit you. They make you think it's you your fault. Mm-hmm. are making me do this. Mm-hmm. I'm this awesome person. You're making me do this. Mm-hmm. You bring and out the worst in me. They mm-hmm. know. They know everybody has those who weak point where these people are very quick to read and that's what they target. Yeah. So if you're self-conscious about, I don't know, your nails being short, mm-hmm. your we'll nails being this, short, will trigger you and you'll feel those are, those are the things yeah. that it's everything psychological that and physical is not the, just one. The, uh, this is not like a person hitting you against the wall and then no, before they hit you on against the wall, they make you believe that you're worthless. Like now that you're down to the level, they get you to the wall, and then it becomes your fault because you being so worthless that makes them do Act this up. thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yes, you can make make a claim of saying, yeah, love. 
Mm-hmm. I like how you twist the doctor. <clears throat> we can't handle any more, you know? <laughs> of saying, oh, how dare she taking him back? How dare she this? But before you claim, you just blame the victim. Educate yourself. Yes. Also, people love to tell you, I knew he was bad. No, but because 80% of the people that said, I knew he was bad. 80% of them won't ever say to you, hey, get out of this. People tend not to get involved when they should be getting involved. And then they don't get involved when they need to be. Yeah. You understand? Yeah. I don't know if I said the right thing. I was drunk. But you know, all <laughs> get my point. You know? Like when you're but supposed you know to be what's the thing, worst part? When people need you to be in thing, you're minding your own fucking business. And then when we don't so need you to be in thing, you're in there. Basically, making the decision of macroing everybody's business. You are there and you're macroator. Yeah. What is it? What is it? What about you? Yeah, but what it's about not you? enough to macro because when things go south and dangerous, then... Macoing is not enough. You need to macro and you need to be active. Eh, we get in ahead. Let's get actively we'll macoing. We will deal with it at the end. Son of a bitch. It was a sneeze. We think it was a sneeze. It's not a snore. No, water, water. It's not a snore. It's not a snore. All right. So months before her death, after William was released from prison, Zazel allowed him to move in with her in her apartment. Then it broke down from there. Zazel's murder came weeks before she was actually due to graduate from college, where she was studying to become a counselor to hopefully help other women. Isn't that sad? Zazel's mother, Sadel, mm. verbally eviscerated William in court. She had absolutely no sympathy for him, not that she needed to have any, no. and not that he deserved any. He painted a picture of this being accidental, but after Zazel's death, it's alleged he told a family member that they got home from the party and were drinking and he, quote, tossed her around a bit. Uh-huh. He was an abuser and Sedel, the mother, called him out in court saying, quote, he beat and tortured my daughter and at the same time mentally assassinated her children. Yep. Zazel was an amazing and talented young woman until he came along and took her from us forever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She showed her no mercy. Let's show him no mercy. Yeah. William's attorney tried to push the accidental death angle. And on in one article, they discussed the theory of her hitting her head while being transferred to the bathroom. But the jury wasn't buying it. No. No one was. No. In the end, William was sentenced to 15 years to life. That's too little little i read somewhere that he was getting time served for the nine years because remember this happened in 2011 and his court only came about in 2021 like this only came back oh and then he gets to catch out in the nine so yeah so like it's like nine already happened but i read i read somewhere he was getting time served for the nine years he waited for his trial to come up in court but i only read that once so i'm not sure how true it is i actually hope it's not true no it's not so dick (laughs) not dick (laughs) district attorney (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Todd Spitzer made the following statement, quote, A young woman finally losing her life after years of violence at the hands of her husband is a heart-wrenching tragedy. That heartbreak is only exacerbated by the fact that her children witnessed much of the violence mm-hmm. and were forced to celebrate Christmas in the presence of their dead mother. Yeah. That is not a Christmas memory any child no. should be forced to have. Mm-hmm. In fact, um, her 18-year-old, because now the child is 18, because yeah. 9 to 10 years have passed, mm-hmm. um, 
uh, they went and took the stand and talked about how when they touched the mother, the mother was cold. But they obviously didn't understand that. You know, it's not horrible. Like, you get up to open Christmas gifts and you think you're opening gifts and you're probably showing your mother. Look, look. No, but you're look, trying look. to make it better. Like, oh, she got so drunk. Yeah, she got drunk and ruined Christmas. He didn't try to make it better. It's like, oh, she drunk. She's not feeling well. He's like, she got drunk and she ruined Christmas. Like, why would you say that? Because he's a prick. Mm. So, to be honest, I made a little note here. My note. Okay. Not the story. To be honest, I've had this story in the lineup for a long time, and I did not want to do it. And you know me, I could pull together a case very quick. But for some reason, it took a while longer for this to come together. And reading the multiple accounts mm-hmm. um, of the story were upsetting because, you know, everybody takes this different angle. Like, it's almost like if Zazel invited it's it. A, yeah. But in the end, I decided to do it because with COVID and the holidays, you know, this has made abusive situations worse. Mm-hmm. And people don't think about that enough, that a lot of people are spending their time away from work or at their on their work from home days. And they're spending their holidays surrounded by people they love and in a loving environment. But other people are spending their time with their abusers. Like, they're literally trapped with these people. Huh? And the whole of 2020 was probably a nightmare for mm-hmm. people who were trapped with their abuser. No way out, nowhere to go. It's the worst. Like, imagine you're already dealing with somebody who was controlling and maybe your one independent It's your nine you to five. your nine to five. Yeah. And now you don't have that anymore, mm-hmm. you know? Or divor- divorces that they didn't get through. Yeah, and they got stopped in a, in a separation. And now and you're stuck. In, in the same house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Gabriel Fernandez story still happening all over the place, and yeah. nobody's there to check them because guess fucking what? No, none of them social workers going over because they're claiming COVID is the reason they can't go oh, and it check. Oh, it was before. Or yeah. it was before, but I'm talking about very recently. Right you know? now, yeah. They say COVID is the reason they can't go and check, or. Or they're thinking, well, you know, we can't get into the house. The child mm-hmm. is fine. Everything is fine. Mm-hmm. They're not hearing any reports because guess what? Nobody's seeing that child because school is out. Mm-hmm. Or the child only doing online classes. So you're only seeing their face, but their legs covered in fucking bruises. Like, I did this case on purpose because the holiday is coming up. And even though I love the holidays and I like thinking about cheer and happiness. The nasty people are being like nasty. Yeah. yeah, it's not like that for everybody. So, in the end... One of the articles I read said that neighbors said that Zazel tried to leave William the knife, but he pulled her back in. And then in another article, they said that the neighbors saw William grab what looked like a body and carry it back into the apartment. Why they didn't call the police, I don't know. And this is very similar to Susanna's case, you know, where you have people seeing something and they just don't do dick. And we can't understand. No, it's just... I'm here screaming from one building to the other because a bag is moving. Yeah, because you thought Thinking it was a dog. Thinking there was a dog. And she's screaming, go look at the motherfucking house. Look at the dog. Look at the dog. <laughs> and we're over here. We're in a, we're a condo away. There's a windstorm going on and Susanna's <laughs> willing to risk her life. And you're right next door and you're hearing... You're hearing abusive sounds. Just and you did call what? the fucking police. Did you raise the volume? The neighbors are your neighbors. They're not your friends. Now I, I wouldn't I have, and now I wouldn't have any fucking neighbor friends. You don't need no neighbor friends. You got me. Now we're going to move on to our short, short, but in my opinion, wholesome, wholesome, um, clueless criminal story. Okay. Bring it on. It's called Holiday Decor. <laughs> 
it's Christmas time. I try to keep it seasonal. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's Christmas time, and we can all agree that decorating plays a big part in getting us in the holiday spirit. That's exactly the mindset 45-year-old Terry Trent was in when he started decorating. Okay. Right? I think the area he was in is someplace called Vandalia, Ohio. Okay. Terry turned on the TV, maybe to a nice holiday program. He lit candles on the coffee and kitchen table, mm-hmm. tastefully arranged them on that table. Okay. He hung a Christmas wreath on the back door, and then he began inspecting and having some fun with the stuff under the tree. You know, you're big, but you just want to have a good time. You know, you just do what you need to do. With a job well done, he moved to the couch to relax when he was suddenly interrupted by a little boy. Right? <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> both of them startled. Boy ran away. You see, the boy was not Terry's son. Okay. In fact, the house didn't belong to Terry either. <laughs> <laughs> And the boy ran away to wake his mother to tell her about (laughs) the the fuck is this? (laughs) (laughs) He went upstairs to tell his mother about the intruder downstairs. (laughs) It turns out (laughs) Terry was high on bath salts (laughs) and he helped himself into their home through one of the home's back doors. And he decided to use his eye to decorate their <laughs> house for the Christmas season. <laughs> 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 he went down. He down. got high. <laughs> he wandered into their house and he started decorating for the holiday. <laughs> Where did he get the decoration? I guess from there. Maybe he <laughs> get it in their garage. <laughs> he put up the wreath. He put up candles. He put on a show. He had a good time. Right, I'm ready for my Christmas gift. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> and then he went under the tree and started fucking with the little boy gifts. <laughs> so the noise from the TV is what woke up the little boy. He was like 11 at that time, <laughs> and he finds Terry on the couch playing with some of his things. <laughs> so Terry, and Terry, bit. Terry, high off of the ass, so not many people couch watching a loud <laughs> show. Apparently, the show was very loud. Right? <laughs> people had a very loud show, and. He decorated the place. And <laughs> he settled in and he with the candles. With the candles. <laughs> and then he comes. What upstairs. did I put the nutmeg for? <laughs> <laughs> so, according to the boy mother, Terry tried to be polite, saying, "I'm sorry. I didn't mean to scare you. I'll get my things and go." <laughs> you are not being bitch. But the police were already called, and Terry Claus, as I call him, was arrested without incident. Apparently, one of his co-workers said Terry was a nice guy who helped out with the scouts <laughs> and the church. But earlier that day, he was acting kind of mentally unstable, probably from the bath salts. You know, the, the bath, bath salts. It's the bath salts, the one that you soaked in. No, no, bath salts is this drug that had <laughs> people going high off their ass and one guy had bite another guy's face and all kind of thing. is wild, oh, so, right? So when the, when, the police, Let me take my when the police got to, yeah, he just got to take his toys or whatever. And he was going <laughs> to go. Wreath? And the wreath probably. Yeah, the candles. <laughs> this candle's not so yeah. good. When the police got to him, he was not violent, but he did have a pocket knife. But, you know, people have those, so you can't assume he was going to shank anybody. You do. 
Terry was charged with burglary, but I could find no word on the outcome. I thought this story was cute. I thought it was a nice little way to end. <laughs> yes. It's like, okay, don't worry. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry for the decoration. Yeah, Let me take, take my, my decor and I'm going to take my my can. <laughs> it gets up in the morning. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, what are you doing with my dog, bitch? Well, it's for the little boy gets bitch. startled and he go and he tell his mother. He's like, hey, it have a man downstairs. And they call the police on Terry. <laughs> oh, probably. If one of my kids come, there's a man upstairs. Okay, stay here with me. Nobody's going to touch you. Let's go to school to sleep. It's well, 6 o'clock. <laughs> this is fucking o'clock. Well, I don't remember what time it was. Yeah, I don't know. but <laughs> It doesn't say what time it was. But I thought it was cute. Honestly, I hope. I hope, I mean, Terry didn't hurt anybody. He did still burglarize the people's house. He didn't really steal anything. He was just kind of there lying in, you know? So I think it's okay. <laughs> Let me decorate your thing, bitch, because this is not house. good. And the, and the article said he tastefully <coughs> displayed the candles. Uh, <laughs> tastefully displayed the candles. And so the lady did it work. work. Uh, or the decorator, because, maybe, you know. Maybe she hadn't decorated yet. Maybe she just had this stuff out with the intention to decorate. And he show up. He let himself in. <laughs> Let me bring the Christmas spirit. Let me bring the Christmas spirit here. Okay. <laughs> so Terry Claus tried his best, but then he got arrested by the police. <laughs> I, I just thought that was a nice way to end, <laughs> considering we had such two shitty cases today. How do you feel about the 20 cases we have done? How well, do you feel about embracing this podcast? You know, um, I will say, I'm going to outright say, I thought this was going to be easier than it is, <laughs> Because when I listen to podcasts, and I'm not saying they don't have, like, high production value or anything. Yeah, we have said this before. But I kind of just assumed it was just, you say what you have to say, and then you take out the parts you don't want to hear, and then Bob's your uncle. Yeah. You know, you're ready. But there's so many other little technical snafus, yeah. you know, the noises in the background, <laughs> the getting rid of echo. Like, it was a real journey getting just to here, and it's still not perfect, you know what yeah. I mean? Yep. I feel good in that I think we had an organic time. Yeah. I think we have a lot. There are a lot of scripted podcasts out there, mm-hmm. and, you know, um, people who plan jokes and stuff. I can tell people 100%. We don't talk there about our cases. not a single thing planned about this <laughs> other than other when are than we recording when are we recording and even that is flexible <laughs> okay as because it's three o'clock in the morning right now we were supposed <laughs> to record three 12 hours ago yes okay so like there's nothing really planned the only thing that's semi-planned is the time and and we do think about the the thing we put on our board but usually we think about that the day of you mm. know um but everything else is unscripted all of our answers are organic and you <laughs> probably hear 60 percent of what we have to say <laughs> yeah. says a lot of shit that i can't put on the podcast <laughs> tiktok keep on banning me from my tiktok because your tiktoks are insane but but they're know. funny yeah but how do you how do you feel about it i i'm gonna go ahead and say huh, i have to think about which one was my favorite episode i still like jessica Jessica's I love Jessica. Funny. Yeah. Jessica's a funny one. Jessica's feel good. Jessica is awesome. What was the other one that I did? I don't remember. Maricela could be the second one. Fuck man, Maricela was good. 
you know, Jessica, I'm, Marisela. There was another one that you knew the case, but you didn't know the twist. Yeah, the baseball man. Mm. Yeah. I just put all my cases of women together on me right now, and I can't think of any that I love more than the other. I do, I do think I personally like doing the clueless criminal cases. You're very good at it. Because, no, it's not, it's not about being good. I do try to build a story so you don't know what's coming and then <laughs> it gets you. But your reaction is 100% the reason why I do it. And so I like doing it. I like doing it. I think, um, and, and I have to think about which one you're going to laugh at the most. So I put it, I put it at the I end. I still think of the penguin going like, Dirk. What am I doing here? <laughs> 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 I, I came out for fishing, okay? <laughs> you remember they didn't know what to feed them and they put them in the shower. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, will be your... I think, I think the Clueless Criminals are probably my favorite ones. Any mm. of the episodes that have Clueless Criminals are my favorite. They're very good. They're very yeah, good. Because, with the because, because what? Oh, the ones with the Sharpie and Batman and... <laughs> 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 yeah, I think, I think, I think, yeah, if I have to look back on it, I have no regrets about just starting the podcast. Um, it's a scary thing to put yourself out there. It is. Yeah. It is. Not all the feedback is always good. We always have somebody who's unhappy. And I know that there are people who just can't listen to us, you know, maybe the banter is too much and, or, or they can't get over the sound issues. But we have some people who are just like ride or die listeners, and every mm-hmm. week they come back and they listen. We appreciate you. We and love we do you. Appreciate you because you know every week we have an excuse. We still don't know where anything is geographically. <laughs> 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 so, but what can you expect? The, it's clueless. It's right on the name. I yeah, cannot just, keep saying this enough. Sure like we cannot be more upfront. Yes, we're managing your expectations. Like, don't come at us expecting CNN. No, this is not Dateline. This is not. This is not forty-eight hours. We're we're none of these investigative journalists. We're just two Mm-mm. people. One who enjoys ranting about injustice, and the other one who <laughs> has a macabre fascination with crime. Yeah. You know, and we just happen to like talking shit with each other in between. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and we happen to make a whole show out of it. Yeah. Yeah. And we hope to continue to do that. Yeah, we do. We do. But mm-hmm. um, season two will probably come at you in about three to four weeks. Um, yes. We'll, of course, stay active on Instagram. And well, if this one will get banned completely, TikTok. And I'm not flipping you off. I'm not flipping you off. I'm scratching you. Yeah, yeah. Eyebrow. But with your middle finger. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, yeah, fuck you too. Yeah. Just stop showing your nails. Ah, Daniel McNally. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so we'll probably hit you all up. Just stay tuned on Instagram and you'll see. Um, go over to our website, you know. We're closing, yes. off, we're closing off some of our polls, at the um, which is like, uh, what, is, what are the polls we have going on? Uh, it, it's and sex or jail. No, it wasn't sex or jail. Pussy no. or prison. Pussy or prison. <laughs> uh, the system. <coughs> it was the system or... or uh, um, the, the one who has won sold her sex tape. Yes. Ra- I think it's Rachel, Rachel.txt. Yeah. Yeah. You know, who's the bigger dick? The, s- the system is winning that one by a landslide. Yeah, but still. But yeah, our polls are still open. We'll probably close them off so that we could open up new polls next year. You know, each season we could probably have like a run-in poll where people go and they vote. And so we'll close that off. Yeah, we st- we'll stay active. On Facebook, we'll stay active on Instagram, we'll stay active on the TikTok. Look out for us there. And feel free to send us 
emails, DMs. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yes. Yes. we reply to our messages on Instagram most of the time and on our website. So comment, send us a message. Yes. And yeah. we're wrapping this up. Are you feeling good, Bill? I'm feeling awesome. Like I, I feel. You should feel proud. You were very nervous when we first started. Yeah, and you never see that coming. No, I did not. <clears throat> but no, I'm, I'm. I know it's hard, but <clears throat> the moment that the mics goes on and you have a case in front of you, I never know what's gonna happen. <laughs> I thought we're gonna end up crying. I'm so proud of today. Me being drunk and Listen, not cry—that's a lie. Well, a lot of things we expected. We expected the thing to take us down to be the elevator and the doors. We didn't expect Bonnie, Bonnie snoring to be, <laughs> to be the thing that caused us to have like eight shots while we were recording. <laughs> Anything that makes it not easy, the moment that those episodes come out, I feel like, shit, this is good. Yeah. Like I'm sitting here and I enjoy, I'm enjoying myself. And I, I hope they see that we're enjoying ourselves. Yeah. I think, I think it'll be one of those things where if we just keep going and just keep doing us, like we're not trying to be anybody else. That's, yeah. Mm-hmm. I do know that there are other podcasts out there that have, and that doesn't mean but that doesn't mean but we always say there's always somebody that you like Mm -hmm. and we will find hopefully soon enough for us to start making money yeah because bonnie is going to the cardiologist tomorrow and And we need when she's gonna have her surgery so we we (laughs) we definitely need to start getting some returns to start getting getting us some um but we're here and we're waiting to build the community and make it bigger and you know, yeah. grow, grow and yeah. keep and on enjoying ourselves. Yes. And please feel free to go give us, you know, a shout out. Give us a review. A nice one. <laughs> give us a nice review or leave us a comment. Like I said, we reply. We love to see the reviews. And, you know, they're slowly coming along. They are. Yeah. And we're, you know, slowly building that community yeah. you're talking about. And I really can't wait for us to get bigger. I cannot wait either. Yeah. You know, like fame. We're going downstairs. Right, right, right. Yes, come on, man. Because because people want pictures of people who make a career doing audio. Yes. Okay. <laughs> they will want my pictures. Okay. Hey, we're wrapping this up. Wrapping up. We know nothing. So please go to the sources linked on our Instagram at criminally clueless or on our website at criminallyclueless.com to get the real tea. Follow us wherever you listen to podcasts and feel free to leave us a like or a review so we can dominate those ratings. Remember, we might be clueless, but that's not a crime. See Happy you next holidays. Season.